Good morning. The uh, had some interesting encounter this week. Wanted to share it with you this morning, and um, I'd like for you to turn to First Peter three and fifteen. First Peter three fifteen. The Apostle Peter says, "But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason." of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. We're to be a ready people. I don't know if you're ready this morning. I'm trying to get people ready to get to church and everybody's ready to go at a shot clock at about 10 o'clock. We need to leave the house, but I don't think we're ever really ready. But we need to be ready to give an answer of the hope that's within us with meekness and fear. We're to always be ready. That's what the Apostle Peter is telling us here. We're to be ready to give an answer. I uh, I was selling my car this week, and uh, a whole bunch of circumstances came about for this to happen. But ended up, he was coming from Columbia, uh, Tennessee, and it was a long distance. And uh, we live in Greenbrier, north of town. And I uh, I said, well, we can just meet down at the church if you want to. It's a little bit closer to you. And uh, so he said, okay. So we met the gentleman here that that afternoon and uh there's a man and a woman driving an old old van and you know he was decently dressed and i could tell she she had some rock and roll clothes <laughs> and you know but what i'm getting around to i i guess i wasn't ready to give an answer to these people i just i wasn't i didn't look at them like they were ready to talk the gospel <laughs> to begin with we were, i was here to sell a car okay and so, you know, talking to him, she said, well, we're, we're in a band together, you know, and he's looking to get a vehicle. I said, okay, cool. How you know, where all do you go and this and that. And uh, so we, we made the transaction and everything and everything was good. And they turned around and said, well, uh, we don't want to leave here stranded without a vehicle. I said, that's okay. I got the keys to the, <laughs> I got the keys to the church. I used to come up here and make CDs and. So they gave me a key to do that. I said, oh, I got keys to the church. He's like, keys to the church? I said, well, yeah, my dad's a pastor, and I, I preach a little bit. And uh, he said, well, what's primitive? I said, well, here we go. <laughs> I was like the most unusual, to me, character that would ask a reason. He, he just asked the question, what primitive meant? And I told him it meant original. You know, at first, it's what the apostles preached. We, we preached what they preached back in the days of Jesus, and that's what we hold fast to. That's what primitive is. It's nothing more, nothing less. And, I, you know, I was like, okay, we're going to go a little further. And then I started to speak a little bit about our hope that we have here at Bethel Primitive Baptist Church and what all Primitive Baptists have across this, the, the globe at this point. And uh, the thought crossed my mind. is like, does he really want to hear what I'm about to say? And I said, well, he's going to hear it whether he wants to or not. <laughs> And so we had a great spiritual conversation because I was ready. To, the Lord, I thought, was with that transaction. It was an improbable transaction or a meeting to begin with. But once we got into it, he looked at and just gave him the hope that we have here at Bethel and that how the Primitive Baptist was separate from most other religions and other beliefs that we believed that evidence, you know, were, proved that we were child of God. That you have a love for Christ. It's because you already are a son of God. You are already purchased with the blood of 
Christ, okay? And I started telling this, and he said, man, that is so simple. And I said, you're right, it is simple. <laughs> and he's like, I believe you just sold me on something else other than this van here today. <laughs> and so we, we left there that, uh, that afternoon. He didn't wrote down, he said he's in Franklin, Tennessee all the time, and he wrote down Big Harpeth's Primitive Baptist Church. And I needed to have a reason to give him, you know, the hope that lies within us. Otherwise, I think he was a child of God who had been distraught by religion altogether. And he said, I didn't even know some place like this existed. I said, it does. It does. We got churches all around, brother. I said, primitive Baptist. So that made me uh, cleave to this verse. And it says, Peter says, sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. You know, sanctification is a setting apart for a holy use. Sanctify is just setting apart. And uh, in 1 Peter 1 and 2, he says, Peter says, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through what? Sanctification of the Spirit. When the Holy Spirit sanctifies you, turns your heart of stone into a heart of flesh, the Lord God is sanctifying you through the Spirit. Okay? In Jude, in 1 and one and one June, the, the servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God the Father. That sanctification there is election. Okay? I, I didn't get into all election. I didn't get into predestination and all that with that brother. I just showed him the hope that was within me. The hope that we have in Jesus Christ. That's where our hope is. Where does that hope come from? It comes from God the Father giving us the faith. You know, he says in Hebrews 12 and 2 that looking unto Jesus... That's where we need to look to. That's where our hope is. I told him it wasn't based on our works that day. The other day, I told him it wasn't based on anything that we do. I said, that's what the world religion said. you got to do something. I said, this is based on what Jesus did and him alone. That's when he looked at me. He goes, that is simple. I said, you're simply right, brother. I said, well, it was great. But this, that sanctification in First Jude talks about election, okay? You were sanctified by God the Father before time ever began. But sanctify, uh, Peter says, uh, sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. We're to sanctify him in our hearts in a practical sense. Okay, we're to put, set aside Jesus Christ in our hearts in a practical sense. We're to sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. We're put, to trust in the Lord with all our what? With all our heart. Okay, we're to sanctify him in that way. We're to sanctify the first day of the week. We're to come and set aside that time to come to church. That's the way of sanctifying God in our heart, okay? He says, and be ready. We're to be ready. Paul was ready to be offered up. Paul was ready in uh, Romans chapter 1. He says, what does he say? That's right. He was ready to preach the gospel. He said, you know, he was a debtor to both the barbarians and the Greeks. The Greeks were uh, high up on their everything and then the barbarians were some of those ones that were looked unlearned honestly i admit when i looked at her i didn't think they had any interest in the gospel <laughs> at all but paul said he was a debtor we are a debtor to both of them the ones that looked learned the ones that are done we don't never know where the child of god is and paul said he is ready to, he says i'm a debtor both to the greeks and the barbarians both to the wise and to the unwise so he says, so as much as in me, I am ready to preach the gospel. We need to be ready to preach. We need to be ready to teach. We need to be ready to communicate. We need to sanctify God in our hearts and be ready to give an answer 
whoever it is, the most unlikely occasion. Like I said, I was not even supposed to meet them. I was supposed to call another guy from Nashville because they said they're going to be way late. <laughs> and it just happened. I was like, well, I'm going to wait on them tonight. I'm just going to let them be the only buyer. <laughs> if they're coming from Columbia, Tennessee, they must really want this thing. And before we know it, I thought we were fixing to have church right there <laughs> in the parking lot. It wasn't too long ago where our churches did meet in the parking lot during the whole COVID scare. It didn't stop anybody, some of our churches. They were coming to meet. They were coming to preach. They were coming to hear those things, that, the hope that's within us. He says, we need to be ready to give an answer. You know, the Hebrew children, when they were ready to answer King Nebuchadnezzar, you know, he's, ready, he's like, well, we're not careful to answer thee, old king. They were ready. They were ready to go into that fire, but they were ready to give an answer. Joshua was ready to give an answer when he says, me and my house, we will worship the Lord. we got to be ready. we got to be ready to give an answer to every man. Every man. It doesn't matter who it is. You know, we need to do it with meekness and with fear. The fear of God. We need to do it with meekness. Not to post a scary, scary kind of gospel. That's not what the gospel is. The gospel is the good news and glad tidings. Who doesn't want to share the good news and glad tidings of Jesus Christ and the finished work? So I told the gentleman the other day, I said, it's finished, okay? <laughs> Jesus finished the work that he set out to do. Other Baptists, he didn't know what primitive meant. I mean, that, I, I loved it. It was great. And uh, we're to do this with meekness and fear. And Paul says, within me, I'm ready to preach the gospel. That's within you. And uh, look over the book of Colossians. Talking about the hope, the hope that's within us. You know, Titus says, in hope of eternal life, with God that cannot lie, promised before the world began. We get that hope from the faith that God's authored in us. That's where hope comes from, in the promises of God. We have faith in the promises of God. All those people in the uh, talks about in Hebrews, the chapter of faith, talks about they did everything through faith. Well, that faith is Jesus Christ in us, okay? Christ in us. If you do put Christ in there for faith in all those verses, you can see how they did mighty and wondrous things through faith or through Christ. It was Christ who given Paul the strength to do all things. Okay, in Colossians 1 and 5, it talks about that hope. It says, for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, which wherever you have heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel. Paul was ready to read preach the gospel. Why? Because it's, uh, there's a hope in there. Okay? And you read on down in Colossians 1 and verse 23 he says, if you continue in the faith grounded and settled. you got to be grounded and settled if you're going to be able to speak about that hope. You can't be wavering. Okay? He says if you continue in the faith grounded and settled and be not moved away from what? The hope of the gospel. <laughs> I'm telling you. Be settled. Be grounded. Be not moved away from the hope of the gospel. Be ready to give an answer. You're not going to be ready if you're not settled and you're moved around by every wind and doctrine there is out there. We have a hope in the finished work of Jesus Christ. That's why we can be settled. We can be grounded in the simple truth, okay? Be not moved away from the hope of the gospel, the good news and glad tidings that Jesus did it all and all to him we owe, okay, which ye have heard and which was preached to every creature. Now, that ain't every creature we know. That's just common sense, okay? We are, if we're born again, we are new creatures in Christ Jesus. That's what he's referring to here, and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, where I and Paul am made a minister. 
And he goes on down to verse 27. He says, To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is what? What I've been talking about, which is Christ in you. I can't explain how Christ is in you. can't explain how Christ is in me. But I can tell you this. He is, and he is, that is our faith. You know, faith is the substance of things hoped for. That substance is the, what's underneath us. It's like the substrate of the house, the foundation. That's Jesus Christ. He's the one that carries us. He's the one that we can set upon as the rock and our foundation. He is the substance. He is that substance of things hoped for. That substance there is Christ, okay? He is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. He says, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Do we have hope? Do you have a ready answer this morning? Well, we need to. I exhort you that you have an answer ready to give to every man, to the barbarian, to the Greek, to whoever it is. You never know when that meeting is going to come. When that meeting comes, let's be ready. Jesus deserves to be talked about. He deserves to be glorified on whatever occasion it is. Okay? There's a reason to hope. And we are to do this with meekness and fear. That hope is glorious. I'm telling you, in Hebrews chapter 6, I'll close with this. In Hebrews 6 and 18, he says, Jesus, that by two immutable things, now something that's immutable, you, know, you kids may know that, you know, remote control has the mute button, okay? So the mute button, this is saying that you can't mute it. You know, the mute turns on the volume, turns off the volume. That's what muting is, okay? It's changing, changing from volume to not volume. So here he is, he says, by the two immutable things, which God cannot change, okay? That by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for a refuge to lay hold upon the what? The hope that is said before us. There was places of refuge that, that when you killed somebody that you could flee to. Well, our refuge today is Jesus Christ. No matter how much we fall, no matter how much we fell, we can look to the, our only refuge. That is the Lord Jesus Christ. He is our refuge. He is our hope. And we can flee to him, he says, who have fled for the refuge to lay hold upon the hope to set before us. He says in verse 19, which hope, what? We have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast. This is something that's sure, and this is something that's steadfast. This is something we don't have to be waver about. We can be sure and steadfast on Jesus Christ. That's where the hope is. That's where we should give an answer here this morning. And the day is going ahead because it ain't getting better. I ain't going to preach doom and gloom, but I'm telling you, it's not getting better. I ain't going to fool you. But we have a hope, and we can give an answer to whoever it is and whoever we come across. God deserves it. He deserves all the glory. Let's give it to him an answer by being ready here this morning. I appreciate it.